right, now let's let's try and there he comes. and get it together. Yeah. Our guest is here. Let's not be that inappropriate. Well, it's kind of fun. Hey, everybody! It's Shit Talk Reviews. Thanks so much for coming by. Uh, I'm John. We have Derek and David in the house, and uh, we have a special guest. For those of you who don't already know him, our guest is uh, an entrepreneurial musician a business owner, a record label owner, world traveler, craft beer connoisseur, and is the vocalist for the juggernaut metal band Unearth. Uh, and with that, a, a very large shit talk welcome to Mr. Trevor Phipps. Thanks so much hey. for coming, man. Thanks for having me. Wow. It's great to, uh, great to have you here. Where do, where do we find you in the world right now? I'm home. I'm home right Where's now. Where's home? What's the specific address? <laughs> uh, Dave wants to know. We just got off tour. Uh, we were gone for three and a half weeks. Now we're home for eight, eight or nine days. Then we fly to Europe, so it's a nice little break at home. Hang oh, on, nice. How long is the European run? It's only uh, we'll be there for twelve days total, so it's pretty oh, short. It's a quick one. Yeah. How do you uh, stay healthy when you're home? I mean, kids are giant germ pods. Families are giant germ pods. You put a like big bubble boy outfit on and bounce around the world. Well, I, I have a cold right now. I was fine all tour. I got home and I, I immediately got a sinus cold. But um, that happens a lot because you know you're on a tour. We only had one day off. We had 22 shows in 23 days, and so wow. I'm not sure if this is there's any signs to it. But generally on tour, I, I can stay you know um, pretty healthy. And then at, as soon as I get home, I, I guess I relax, and all of a sudden the toxins come out and I get sick. So uh, <laughs> always a way. That's generally how it goes. Usually about three or four days after a tour, I'm. I'm tired and it's, you know, just generally unwell, not totally sick, but um, then I bounce back. I'm fine. But yeah. eat healthy, you know, I think kids give you exercise. I'm always playing with the kids, playing ball or my son's five. So he likes to wrestle. He's mm-hmm. you know, a power range and I'm always Galvanex or Skull Gator or something. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great Spider-Man age. Versus Green Goblin. That's just really fun. Nice. You mentioned the family. Um, the Wretched, the Ruinous is amazing record and everything that you've done has been amazing but this record is another level up and you and i texted about some of the vocals being a little bit out of your comfort zone but the question i had was lyrically how much does your family piss you off in regards to the world we live in meaning the world we live in you don't want your kids dealing with this shit because i felt it a little bit in this album but i'm just curious if that if i was reading that right yeah so um, on, on all of our records, I've touched on the environment. So in t- 25 years, I've always had something to say about it, where it's, you know, it's clear that it's getting worse because of our actions. Uh, but it really ramped up. Um, <clears throat> I tried to do a concept record for extinctions. Started halfway there, and I got distracted with other topics that felt very important to me. Um, so it was, I didn't make the concept record. But because I had two kids at that point, I do believe that that is what, you know, um, encouraged it to be more of a more of a focus of mine lyrically. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, fast forward three years after um, Extinction's come. I Sorry, it was four years. When I, no, three years when I started writing the record. It doesn't matter. I'm talking over myself. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it's, the, the kids are getting older and the environment's getting worse. Um, yes. More and more science behind it. And uh, I'm just trying to lend my voice to it, try to get more people to, to take action, uh, to hopefully to encourage their politicians, no matter what side of the aisle they're on, to make uh, greener choices. Because... Um, uh, our time is, uh, is is starting to run out. It sure is. And interestingly, my family's building a solar powered house made out of recycled steel. 
I'll invite you down to see that when it's done. Um, But uh, tell me a little bit about when you're traveling around the world, the environment in Europe versus here and the efforts that are being taken. Do you see the difference? Because you travel and a lot of Americans don't. Um, in, in, in certain parts of the world, there's there's, uh, there's there's more obvious green structures. And even we're in Indonesia, um, which has a very high population, they're, they're, they're seeing the effects of climate change pretty drastically. They're, they're, they're going to uproot some cities and move the population because um, the sea level is getting higher. But they have full-on green hotels, which is you don't really see that mm. often in the States. Um, so they're they're making the change that they're they're making the effort. Um, Europe is is there as well, um, not to that that extent I've noticed, but um, it might be easier in smaller governments to get things like that done. You know, we're such a large country, um, and we're pretty divided uh, on basically everything. So yeah, changing our infrastructure to be totally green would uh, take an amazing undertaking. I got a question, not to put you on the spot. Uh, being so environmentally to? conscious. Is there a way to mitigate the footprint of of a big tour? Because I mean, obviously you're you're carting a lot of gear around. There's there's a lot of a lot of stuff in play there. Is, are there ways to be more green when when you do that? Yeah, there, for, for us, there are. We we've we stopped taking buses in the states um, unless it was absolutely necessary. The last bus we took was on Warp Tour 2018. Um, we use a company called uh, Green Vans. They always have the newest uh, technology. Uh, um, high gas mileage um vans um mm-hmm. and it's like a small crew um even in europe in this past spring we 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 headlined a tour um it was five bands and instead of you know two or three buses we rolled in one bus so it's five bands that's awesome group. that's awesome um, so yeah. you have to focus on that stuff and, and try and, and try to correct it that way because we are leaving uh in uh our footprint by touring um but if we can make it a smaller imprint and that's that's us you know still working and Doing hey, that's great. Hey, Trev, I just, first of all, the, the album is amazing. Absolutely loved it. Just a great job with that. But just from, I, I'm just curious, I would assume that this, a lot of this was done during COVID. You probably had a lot of downtime, less traveling, less in the studio. Because it's a concept album, I would assume that you might have embraced that break just a little bit to maybe focus on what you were trying to put out on this album as far as your passion and, uh, if you could answer that, and all, I just just so I just I don't forget, "Into the Abyss," absolute amazing song. The Thank lyrics you. are absolutely incredible, and I I kind of seem like it almost was like kind of like what we're doing in this world and what the war is going on right now. It's so fitting to the time right now. Uh, if you could just share kind of what was going through your mind at that time, rightness, and if it was a sense of relief for you during COVID that you could sit down and take a break and put something together like this. Um, I can't say COVID was a welcome break. Uh, it it forced the band to take a break that I think the band needed. Um, we were we had some some inner divisions in the band, and as clear as day, you know, we we lost two, two members during the, during the pandemic. Um, but as as for writing, I mean, the emotions of that time were so up and down that um, yeah, I, I, I had moments of creativity. I had, I had moments where I couldn't even get a word on paper. You know, it, it would um. It took a long time, so we we could have had this record, uh, re, you know, finished in the studio in December 2021. But I wasn't there with the lyrics. Um, I had vocal patterns for everything, just I, I didn't get the lyrics. Is I wasn't uh, 
I wasn't inspired enough to to complete the concept record, but I I, I shouldn't say inspired. I just didn't have the right words, so I had, right. to, I had to do more research. I just want to. I don't want to put anything down on paper. I want I want to. I, I wanted to make a story, and and make make sure I had the the the, the modern science behind what I'm saying, um, just to get it right, so I don't look stupid, you know. Yeah. Um, and as far as Into the Abyss, that song was directly influenced by a Swedish film I called, and it's uh, the, the name of the, the film is, is the acoustic track leading into it, um, mm-hmm. Yara. It's a great film. Yeah. It's, wow. it's about the future yeah. where the earth is dying and we have to leave. Um, that's that's kind of where the story ends because, you know, this something different happens to this ship and it's a whole different story. But basically it's, 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 it's the first part of the film is mirroring what that was, was, you know, what is likely to happen unless we change. And so pe- people get to leave and go to Mars or wh- wherever they might go. Uh, but there's going to be billions left behind. There's too many of us to get us all off the planet. Just an amazing song, Trevor. The lyrics, a distant world, a perfect place for billions left behind. A monstrous hell awaits, fly into the abyss, an illumination of gravity of man, man of uh, mankind's wake. Just phenomenal. Uh, just really hit hit me on that one. It's, it's fabulous. It's a great job. Thank you. Appreciate it. What's your uh, favorite part of an album cycle? <clears throat> Excuse me. Is it the the writing process, being in the studio and tracking, touring the album? Um, I think the the initial buildup of uh, you know after you get the finished copy. You have all the build up to when it's going to be released. So there's, a, there's a lot of feedback from fans and from press, um, friends and family. Uh, so it's because you put so much of your energy in. Um, it's it, it can be very frustrating trying to to uh, to to write and record a record. You get so emotionally involved in it, and um, if it's not good enough, you have to make it good enough, and that that can be taxing. So it's a it's a stressful thing, but it's at, at the end of the day, it's very rewarding. So I think. The ultimate reward is when it's being built up, everyone's talking about it, and then you get to go out and play these songs live for the first, you know, first time. Um, and then that the album cycle kind of dictates itself. Uh, so if it's doing well, you, you get you get a lot of touring. Um, if it's just not not connecting with people, then your touring slows down. So it's um, the first part of it's the best. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> twenty five years of that under your belt i'm sure you've experienced that cycle enough times yeah it's uh it's it's getting even more challenging than trying because there's so much now back catalog that we have to live up to ourselves or you know continue to try to better ourselves so uh there's a pressure there as well is it me or did you get a lot of spotlights that you don't normally get with this record like i i was shocked i got in the car one day and there's jose talking to you guys on um liquid metal and i'm like wow you know and unearth was at the top of uh the devil's dozen for a number of weeks it was this a this like was there more press around this record or is it just me um i think there's some more press um than our last couple records but as far as uh jose goes from sirius xm he's always been a big supporter um, I remember uh, our song "My Will Be Done" was number one for many weeks back then. Uh, Incinerate from our last record was number one. I think it was num- number five for the whole year and the, the year, year in countdown. Yeah. So he's always been a big supporter, uh, and he's usually had us in for interviews. Uh, he's he's a great you know ally to metal. Um, he sure you know, is metal ambassador. He calls himself, and he 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 he, he truly is. Um, he's been very helpful to many bands. Um, yeah, but- you took over. What was it? Uh, a week takeover of that show. Yeah, I mean, I was only there for 
you know, maybe an hour. Oh, okay. We'll call it a week. The show for the week. Yeah, it was, it was, it was great to be uh, on the spotlight like that. But there's been, there's awesome. been other press as well, because I think this this record uh, has gotten a lot of positive feedback from press and fans. Um, so it's, um, you know, it's, it's good. Yeah. I know you're passionate about the environment. You've got your family. Um, what are the things that turn your wheels outside of the musical arena? What do you what are you passionate about when you're not writing and, and playing? Um, you know, family is the most important thing for sure. Um, uh, I'm luckily not, lucky enough to have a property. I like to mow the lawn here, you know, hang out with my family, have, have them over for cookouts. Um, I, I like I like some some sports. I'm not as much into sports as I, as I used to be. Uh and I, I really attribute that to the pandemic. Something happened, man. I I, uh, I fell more in love with UFC than anything, <laughs> and I, I lost my passion for <laughs> big four sports. You know, and um, and because it wasn't on as regularly, and I just kind of thought, what's the point in a way? Uh, also, maybe a bit spoiled. Red Sox and Patriots. One old, they won, yeah, they won a Celtics lot. Ruins of all one. And, uh, Twenty years like run. Asshole, spoiled yeah. fan. But um, I don't know. UFC is more more uh, entertaining to me currently. And um, and 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 a, and a good boxing match as well. Next time you're in Tampa or Miami or wherever, we'll, we'll we will come see you. And Dave, you'll learn as an asshole. And if you have UFC moves, you are welcome to use him as a meat bag. Just yes. beat him until he bleeds, please. Uh, we only ask. Dog. We only ask that you give us time to get the cameras out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fight anybody, man. Well, I'm friendly. Well, then, you know what we'll do? We'll go in the pit, and then we'll watch him get torn apart. Oh. It'll be great. Because <laughs> he's old. No, that's not going to happen, because we know metal fans are the best fans, they and they the will best. pick that's you up right. off the floor. And they will pick exactly. you up. Exactly. <laughs> they do. They do do that. Hey, Trev, uh, real quick. Tell me about, uh, and I've asked this for, to in, in other interviews, but this one is pretty amazing. You, you've you worked with Buzz for since 1998. 25 years you guys have been together. Just tell me about the relationship you guys have. And I was just curious how that works in the studio. If you come with the vocals, he comes with the music. If you guys collaborate together, but props to to having a relationship like that with somebody this long, it says a lot about about, about both of you guys. Pretty amazing. Oh, thank you. Uh Buzz is Buzz is the best, man. Um I think he's a he's a, a grossly underrated guitar player and songwriter. Um, you know. All members of the band have always, you know, given our two cents on on the the songwriting, and Ken would also give his 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 songs as well to write. But for the bulk of our career, Buzz has has written a, a heavy portion of the songs. Um, once the songs are written, that's when I come in with my lyrics and, and, and vocal patterns. So, even though we all give our two cents on how the arrangement should go, it's it's his ideas, it's his riffs, his arrangements, and you know, we all all fine tune it. But um, do you feel that relationships getting better as time goes? Is it are you guys in such a good place right now? Yeah, yeah, he's um something about the way he he writes and the way he plays inspires me uh, to be a better vocalist. So I'll have friends send me stuff like might might want to do a demo together, and it sounds good. It's like okay, I can put these vocals over this, but it doesn't have the same appeal to me. There's something about the way he writes and plays that it uh, it, it triggers something in my creative brain to you know be the best i can be and it brings up better ideas i'm sure you do that for him on the other side also so you guys bring a lot to the table that's great it's uh, it's fun driving the world with you friends how do you fight through that when you hit a block is it do you just walk away from a track for a while and come back to it or ask buzz to make some changes 
No, I, I find myself, you know, ha- having new tricks. So this one was, was extra challenging. I, I, I said, so if I couldn't get it, you know, I'd, I'd listen to a certain part just on loop. If I just couldn't get anything mm-hmm. that didn't work, then I'd, I'd do something else. I'd, I'd go to the gym and, and listen and just try to get different ideas. And sometimes that works, like, you know, different, different juices flowing in your brain when you're working out and then different patterns or lyrics come in. Then also I have, a, I have an acoustic guitar. I'd start playing and just, singing a pattern i think and the words would come naturally that way um so the couple songs the record where i wrote um you know a, a section of the song with an acoustic first and then changed it you know even though i wasn't playing the same riff as buzz i was playing something you know similar and um yeah. it just kind of got got there for me that that was a that was a new thing for me nice i read i don't remember if i read or heard in an interview you did that uh, you'll bust out the acoustic and play for your kids and you, yeah. I think you went to the kids' school, right? And played yeah. for the students? Yes. Yeah. Some, my daughter's cool. That's cool. First time, I think, was three. I did three, four, and five, uh, which was in preschool. And it was really an excellent experience. But it was COVID, yeah. and my son was in there. So I, there was no, I, could, I, I couldn't get in. You're when are you going to bring, bring the whole band in? Oh, Play a full rip. set for a bunch of preschoolers? Off. Poor kids. Oh, well, they had no one right. You're like the cool dad, though. That's pretty cool, you know? Oh, it was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Good memories. <laughs> so one of my favorite things about you is on occasion over the years, you'll send me bands that you're into, like just text out of the blue. And I'm like, oh, so is there anything that you've been into lately that you want to kind of shine a spotlight on? Because I know that you love listening to a lot of music and everything you send is always good. So why not ask? Yeah, the bands that are doing really well right now. Um, Newer bands, uh, F- Fugitive is unreal. It's members of oh, yeah. Power Trip and Cooking Death, and it's that it's so good, man. And I, I I see a bright future for them. I know that Power Trip might might come back. Who knows? Uh, but if not, we have, we have, we have Fugitive, we're just awesome. Um, Spirit World are great. Uh, oh, Spirit, and Spirit Adrift are great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many good bands. Uh, Sable Hills from Japan. We just did some dates with them. That band is killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're like. You know, mid two thousands metalcore, play with a lot of energy, great performers, uh, but it's with a modern modern sound to it. Um, Cruelty out of Japan is also awesome, very heavy, very noisy, heavy hardcore. Um, there's so many great bands, man. You know, you can go on and on. Uh, it's, it's a really really strong time for aggressive music. I have to ask because you mentioned Power Trip. If they came back and they said, "Hey, Trevor, can you come and do Riley's parts on a tour? Would you do it? Uh, Could you?" Could you do it? They, I, I believe they might have a guy. I think the guy from oh, Fugitive good. should do it. He sounds a lot like him. He does. He does. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Trev, I got just a just a quick question, just to piggyback on what we were just talking about. These bands you named, Fugitive, Power Trev, Sable Hill, all, all the music that's coming out today. But yet, we still have music coming out from Metallica, 72 Seasons, Judas Priest, all these bands. I'm 52 years old. I grew up with these bands. And yet, they still aren't going away. And we were talking about Metallica. One of the first things I said was, I can't believe I'm talking about this band that's been around since the early 80s. Even though those bands aren't really which you guys kind of put out on albums, how much of those bands inspire you, maybe personally or the band, to put out music? Uh, 100%. I mean, I I said, you know, six months ago that I, I want to go longer than Ozzy's gone um, because these guys are just the warriors for metal. And yeah. I want to be one for life, too. It's, it's it's awesome to see. That's why I said 
I've said before that it might be the the strongest time in he- heavy music history right now. Yeah. Like the music is still alive. They're still here. Yeah. They're still kicking ass. Still putting out records. Still touring and filling giant places. Yeah. And then you have this very strong, you know, new scene. And all the bands that came, you know, after Black Sabbath, a lot of the very the most important ones are still around. So bands that have been around twenty five plus years, 20, 25 to forty years, are still still out there. And even if they're not around full time, they're still doing, you know. Reunion shows at big festivals, Turner's yeah. Fest or you know Vakken or something. Um, so it's it's a really unique and cool time, and can't say it won't be as good again. But once these older bands are gone, that special moment will be gone forever. Yeah, right? I agree. That's a great point, Trevor. Yeah, golden, golden moment. Well, yeah. I'd say you guys are well on your way to uh, reaching that status at twenty five years. I mean, my nine year old's the only one that wants to actually listen to Unearth in our house. Everything else is Taylor Swift. <laughs> not to say that there's not some merit there. Yeah. <sighs> you have to have to enjoy or just respect all art. You know, that's just, right. That's stop, right. Trevor, stop what? Just actually disliking music years ago because it's like, yeah, it's just that's person's interpretation of art. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I may not I, I talk about Celine De, Celine. My God, Celine Dion all the time. Don't want to listen to it. But I can't not respect what she can do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's your what's your perfect day? Sorry. (laughs) Talk me through your perfect day. Uh, It's waking up in the morning to my son waking me up, and then uh, having breakfast or making breakfast for the kids. Then you know, if if it's not a school day, we get to play. You know, play in the yard, play frisbee, play uh, baseball, play soccer, basketball. Uh, hang out with the kids just really spend time with them you know uh have my parents over brothers and nephew over and uh there's the spouses so that kind of stuff you know uh, nice let's really soak up that 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 uh that, that, that part of life the most ah, that's great see i told you he's a nice guy he's not tony iomi that wants a big giant pile <laughs> of cocaine and hookers you know and geezer and ozzy <laughs> told you you guys didn't believe me <laughs> Uh, that's fantastic. So what's so you've got Europe coming up, mm-hmm. and that's in a couple of weeks. You said uh, I leave on the first of November. Nice. What uh, what comes after that? Uh, got any plans? Yeah, we have a, a show in Orange County um, in mid December. Bleeding Through is doing a twenty year anniversary of This Is Love, This Is Murderous. Uh, big big show at the House of Blues. So that's a uh, the uh, pre Christmas. Um, uh, gig and then in the new year we have some festivals already, already lined up for next summer in europe nice. two two different uh stints and we're in the in the in the works for a couple of different tours um europe and stateside in the uh in the spring so nice we're gonna keep hitting the road hard come to florida too, uh, gonna get get a get to florida anytime soon well, um, no, I, I hope so. We, we just headlined there, but if uh, I we're, know we're, we're actually looking for a support tour because we've done two headliners on this record so far, and so right now it's about time to to play for other fans as well because we're we've played to our fans and give them a long set. So we're happy to, to showcase our songs to uh, a, a, a wider audience. Nice. Yeah. Might be too early to ask, but uh, when uh, when can we expect another album? Um. So next year, okay, great. <laughs> next year, uh, not sure, but we have we have material because uh, there was five songs that didn't make this record, 
um, two of, of which are done and could have made the record. Just we couldn't make the, the record 13 songs. It's just too long. Mm-hmm. So there might, there might be a home for those two songs. I'm not saying we, we haven't found one yet um, or a, a real idea what to do with them, but I'd like them to see the light of day. They're both really strong, strong songs. Um, but yeah, Buzz always has riffs and there's, you know, three other songs uh, that didn't make the record that weren't completed. That there's a lot of great ideas on there. Awesome. Great. Keep pushing there, buddy. Yeah, man. I would, can't stop. Won't stop. As Freddie says. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, yeah, listen. I'm a I'm a new fan. Sorry, um, I'm a new fan, and uh, I had the opportunity to go back and and listen to the entire catalog over the last couple of months, man. And uh, you guys got me. I love what you do, and uh, thrilled that you were willing to come and hang out with a uh, with us malcontents for a couple of minutes. That's oh, cool. I'm enjoying it. Next time you're in Florida, we will be there. Yeah, and dinner is on us. All right. Oh yeah, or should. lunch yeah. or whatever. But thank yes. you for joining us. We we really appreciate yeah, it. It's driving. awesome to see you, man. It really is. It's been well. too long. Thanks for the the, the, uh, the time, guys. A nice shirt, by the way. That's great vision. Killer. Oh, yes. yeah. Great band. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you again, man. Continued appreciate success you to you and all the guys. Uh, look forward to everything you guys have coming down the road. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank all you. Right, man. Thank you.